0: People who quit their jobs on the first day, what was your, I'm out of here, moment? I used to work at a craft store as a cashier, but quit when I moved. Ended up going back a couple of years later to make some extra cash, but this time in the framing department. During the interview, they swore up and down I would only ever be a backup cashier because I refused to have a full cashier shift. First shift after the interview is listed as framing, but I'm put on cash and told that actually most of my shifts would be cash since they'd found someone else for framing. I spent the next six hours giving everyone who came to my register 20% off everything and then never went back. Not technically first day, but second day. When I was 20 or so, I got hired to be a temporary floor member for Forever 21 during the holiday season. My training started a week before Black Friday, so the store was already kind of in chaos. On my first day of training, I walked in and the floor manager gave all the new hires a tour, showing us the facility and layout of the store. After this, I was assigned to a veteran floor member to shadow and get an idea of what my job was and what my duties would be. As soon as I was assigned, the manager dipped, never to be seen again. An hour and a half into my shift, my shadow E got an emergency family call and had to take off for a week. When this happened, I found some other floor manager and explained the situation and asked them who else I would shadow. The manager's response was, Just do what you can by yourself. You'll be fine. Everyone else is busy. Figured we'll be okay, so I'll try. I don't know if any of you have shopped in the women's section of Forever 21, but during seasonal sales, they'll have multiple articles of clothing that all look exactly the same, with slight differences. Example: a white cardigan with four buttons that looked literally the same as a white cardigan with five buttons. The best part was these different items were often placed in completely separate parts of the store, and it was the job of the dressing room to return the unpurchased items to the correct section so the employees could put them back on the shelves. Well, these employees fricking sucked, and I didn't know if they were part of my section or not, so I'd spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to find where they'd go before realizing, wait, this isn't even my section. I've checked literally every rack. So I'd put it back on the sorting rack and moved to the next item. More than 50% of the stuff I was told to reshelf wasn't my section. I just did as best as I could and got ready for my next miserable day. The next day I come in and the store manager pulls me to her office and told me how slow I was the day before, and if I want to keep working there, I need to be very fast. I explained my lack of training and unfamiliarity with the store, and she told me if I didn't know where the clothes were in sections, I should come in on my free time and memorize where stuff was at. I spent the rest of my shift putting clothes in random fricking places, then never came in for a third shift. Frick that place and frick their management. Nothing as satisfying as hearing a person do what we've all wanted to do at times, flipping off the manager for their unreasonable bullcrap, and leaving. My first internship was at a Brazilian teen detention center. It's akin to a prison, but Brazilian law has some distinctions between crimes committed while as an adult or a teenager, teens go through socio-educational measures. I was walking through a courtyard with my supervisor when some doctors came running, flailing their arms, and screaming while officers came running from the opposite direction. I get pulled by my supervisor who just tells me to run back to our office. These teens, as young as 12, had escaped their block. A few minutes later, an officer comes knocking on doors and the officers and yelling for everyone to run outside because a fire had broken out. Some of the teens had set mattresses on fire in their cells. I didn't really nope out, my teacher did. She hadn't even been there that day, so I was forced by the university to choose another place to intern at. Oh well. I was 17 and working precast concrete. Refused to use a rusted-to-crap ladder. Supervisor called me a wuss, got up seven rungs before his foot went through a rung, heard his foot snap as he fell. I called an ambulance and walked to my car in the parking lot. Wasn't exactly the first day, but I didn't show up after the second shift. It was rather a popular cafe chain in my country. I was hired to work in the kitchen as a cook along with another senior cook. Let's put aside the fact that I had zero cooking knowledge whatsoever. The senior cook was leaving the kitchen every five minutes to smoke. I was just there alone in the kitchen. Orders are printing fast and I'm standing there not sure what to do first. And the waitress comes over yelling at me to cook stuff I don't have any business cooking, definitely not on my own. Later on, the senior cook told me they had at least two rats running around the kitchen, showed me they pooped on a plate. I never came back, and I'm glad the place got shut down. On the first day of working at Amazon warehouses, the managers broke down to everyone how a 15-minute break works there. Walking to the bathroom is two and a half minutes, ten minutes of actual break, and then two and a half minutes to go back to your stations. It took me two and a half minutes to walk to my car, and I took a forever break. Summer job working for a landscape architect. Got to the job site, and he asked me to dig a hole in some rocky dirt. I asked for a shovel. He didn't have one. I asked for a hand spade. He didn't have one either. He told me to just dig a hole with my bare hands and then drove off to another site, leaving me completely alone. I dug for a little bit and then said, Frick this, and left. Had the job specified that I needed to supply my own tools, I could have, but it didn't, and I wasn't going to work for someone that expected folk to dig through hard, rocky soil with their hands. Huh? Sounds like he sucks at communicating those bosses are the worst. I'd say he's got bigger fish to fry than communication. Guy runs a hole digging business with no shovels. I noped out of an interview one time, thanked them at the end and said it wasn't for me. Those interviewing, management level folks, started arguing with each other in front of me during the interview. I figured if this is the vibe at the management level, then I sure as heck don't want to be your employee. Answered an ad in the paper, this was in the mid-90s, for what seemed to be an office job making sales calls when I was in college. Did a phone interview and was called back for an in-person interview. When I go to the interview, I'm led into a room with about 50 other people and a small stage at the front of the room. We're all somewhat confused as to what's going on. Finally, a guy gets on the stage and informs us that we've been selected for the opportunity to sell Cutco. Me and two-thirds of the rest stood up and walked out. Anytime I see more than a dozen people for a job interview, I just nope the frick right out. If it's not door-to-door sales paid only on commission, it's some multi-level marketing crap. I wish some job interviews would be more forthcoming about that. Some places have outright lied to me. Legitimate response. I think that last person's rule about the number of applicants is a fairly good one to go by. I just wish I'd walked away from my first bullcrap door-to-door job. I was a cashier at Lowe's during college for less than a full day. I made it through the multiple-day training, but there was so much stupid crap going on, I almost thought I was on a hidden camera show. All the employees complained about how hard they had to work while simultaneously not getting enough hours. Nobody understood why they were hiring like four new people. I was one of those four. Turns out, it's because they were progressing through an indecent conduct complaint that required restructuring of the store and firing some of the employees. This was known to HR and explained to new hires, against company policy, but it wasn't known to the employees. Apparently, some of whom still worked there, including the fricking person doing the training. She was really inappropriate and said not to worry about the indecent conduct stuff and that everything would go back to normal soon enough and that we wouldn't have to be so uptight. They fired her the day before I started, along with one of the cashiers who trained me. She also offered me terrible guidance for the application process. They were looking for a part-time help, and two of the three days they needed help on, I had off from school. I told them I couldn't work nights most nights, but if they needed daytime help, it had to be on one of those days. She said if I was too restrictive, they wouldn't keep me on, and lied to my boss about my availability to make me even more attractive than I already was, wink, and told me to schmooze them a bit and I'd make it further. She said in the end it wouldn't impact anything and I'd get those days my first week's schedule, I was working mornings every day that I was in school and I wasn't given any hours on my days off. Aside from the fact that I was given two times the hours the position called for when other employees were shorted, my work schedule was literally impossible to consolidate with my school schedule. I only went to work on my first day to tell them that I was quitting and that their application process was a freaking mess. They couldn't figure out how so much went wrong and then they asked who trained me and everything made sense. They thanked me for at least showing up to quit unlike the other three they hired who had just stopped returning their calls and no showed on their first days. A long time ago, not long after getting my papers as a chef, I had an interview at a hotel for a position in the kitchen. The executive chef and I chatted in his office for about 20 minutes. At the time, I remember him coming off as very arrogant, which is quite common in this field. I didn't think much of it at the time, as the pay was decent and the shift was what I wanted. As I was leaving his office, I turned to leave through the dining room, the way I'd come, which was closed at the time. It was another hour or so before service started, and he says to me, uh, no, not that way. Go through the kitchen. You're not good enough to go through the dining room. I was so surprised by what he said. I just did what he asked without a word. Later on, after I'd got home, I phoned him up and said that after having a close look, I decided that his menu wasn't good enough and that I wouldn't be accepting his offer. Restaurant. Swept under my station when we were closing. Giant brown pile came out with the broom from under the lowboy fridge. The pile then began to scatter. It was hundreds of roaches never returned. My first ever job. I was 13 and would be delivering phone books from the back of a van through people's letterboxes. So I'd be in the back of the van with the phone books and there was an older guy slowly driving while I went back and forth to the van slash houses with the books. At one point the van was getting empty so there was more space to move around and we'd finished the delivery in the streets that we were paid to deliver in and he drove to another. While driving there he drove, let's say aggressively, and I fell inside the back where the books were. I wasn't sitting in a seat as the van had no seats in the back. As I put my hand out to steady myself, I accidentally laid it across a portable radio that had its antenna extended, but the antenna was also broken halfway and razor sharp. I sliced the palm of my hand clean open three to four inches. I can only describe what I saw as gruesome. I said to pull the van over and I needed help. He saw my hand and just threw me a plastic bag, the kind you'd get at a supermarket, and told me to wrap my hand in it. Then, continued with the deliveries, at least he delivered the remaining books by himself. I should have been taken to a hospital or at least home to my parents, and I quit after that and never showed up again. As you can imagine, my parents were quite angry at him. Well, as awful as my first after-school delivery job was, it wasn't that bad, and you have my sympathy. At least when I got injured, they would just schedule a later delivery for me. I got hired at a very small knockoff dollar store in an old, failing mall. The owner was foreign with a very thick accent. He told me I'd get $6 an hour, but neglected to mention it was under the table. I spent about an hour stocking the very overly cluttered shelves before I was told to get more chips out of the back storage area. I walked back there and there's about a dozen men sitting on boxes, all crammed into a small back room. I asked where the chips were and these guys all glared at me. They started speaking in another language and rapidly motioned towards me. Then one guy got up and asked what I needed. I told him I was supposed to get a box of chips, and he got a box out of the pile and handed it to me. The entire time, these guys are all staring at me. Everything back there looked shady as all hell, and it was very uncomfortable. A while later, I had to use the restroom, which was also in the back. These guys all just wordlessly glared at me while I went into the woman's restroom. While I was in the restroom, someone tried to open the door. I was the only woman there. The owner told me he wanted me to come back that night late in the evening well after the mall closed. I didn't show up. I came in the next morning and lied about why I couldn't work there. He still gave me the few bucks from what little time I did work. I don't know what in the heck that guy had going on there, and I didn't want to find out. Restaurant Line Chef. Worked a 12-hour shift and was given two breaks of about 10-15 minutes each. Burned my hand numerous times because they gave me plates that came right from the oven and never said a word. End of the shift, I told the head chef I was done. He called me soft and said I was the third person to quit on him after a day. I said, maybe it's the way you treat people. Funny how people think it's not their problem when many people quit working with them. Restaurant owners never seem to get this. I was a hostess at a restaurant like this for about a year. We could never hold on to the kitchen staff because they were worked to the bone and barely paid. It affected the whole restaurant. Dishwashers were either swamped or had nothing to do because the tickets were too backed up. Busboys were the same. The servers got crap tips because the food was so slow and the managers were constantly comping food and getting chewed out about long waiting times. And even the hosts had long waits and sections full of empty tables we couldn't sit because we were trying to let the kitchen catch up. Then the idiot owner would come in, sit everyone on my list and go yell at the kitchen for being slow. We were lucky if new guys lasted a week back then. Restaurant work is a joke. I've been in New York City restaurants on and off for about 10 years. They all turn to crap or just start as bullcrap right from the get go. My last job was as a sous chef. I'll never work the line again. Two times. Once I applied for and got a telemarketing job. I didn't know what it entailed. After an hour, I knew it was a terrible fit. Auto dialing people during their dinners, trying to sell them stuff they didn't want, and reading a horrible script while sitting in a soulless grey cubicle. I got up, went to the manager, apologized, and said it wasn't a good fit for me. He seemed understanding. Another time, I attended a make-easy-money-at-this-job seminar, and turns out it was selling knives door-to-door. I don't know if I technically quit or just noped out at the end of it. I answered an ad for a babysitting job. I was already working on a casual basis, but it was sporadic, so I thought some after-hours babysitting would be welcome extra cash. The couple were both in the military and proceeded to tell me that I would be staying in the spare room and looking after their six-month-old child around the clock as well as doing the housework. I would have one day off every two weeks. They said it's cash in hand so I could sign on to the dole, unemployment benefit, to make up the rest of the money. I left on the spot. They wanted a live-in housemaid and a nanny, not a babysitter, and they were not able to pay for one. Why they thought it was basically up to me to illegally collect the dole and subsidize them, I don't know. Applied for a job at my long-time favorite restaurant, celebrated my birthday there every year. Owner asks me to come in for basically a tryout, as I communicated I was looking at other job possibilities as well. I come in and they just stick me on dishwasher for an hour. No biggie. Then the dishwasher doesn't show up, so the kitchen manager asks me to stay on, on their lunch rush. Says I'll get paid for the hours. I do. Kitchen staff was nice, so I was happy to help out, even though I figured I'd be taking a different job. I fill out a time card at the end of the shift and tell the manager I probably wouldn't be back. He understands and thanks me for the help. Fast forward a couple of weeks and he tells me to email the owner after I ask him if I should pick up my measly paycheck. I do and she basically tells me to frick off over text, tells me it was staging and that she had told me I wouldn't be paid. I respond that I understand but that I stayed for an extra three hours which I was told I'd be paid for. She stops responding, and I decide I want to be petty over the 40 bucks. so I get the state labor department involved. Dude goes in there and makes her pay me for the hours, including the first starging hour. Couple weeks later, I got my 40 bucks. never went back to that restaurant. In hindsight, I'm very glad I did this, and sharing the story with others in my city, I learned this practice was very common with local restaurants. Hopefully, others learn to stand up for their labor too from my small experience. Secondly, this restaurant closed down a couple of weeks after I got that paycheck. The owner made a long-winded complaint on the Facebook page about how the food culture had changed in the city and her restaurant didn't fit in anymore. Total bullcrap, they were always popular. Most people theorize the terrible mismanagement and employee abuse caught up to her. It's interesting. This story is from about five years ago, and I stopped my long restaurant career about seven years ago. I wonder if there's been any significant transformation in restaurant culture. Or if it's still the same exploitative crap, different date. Maybe you modern waiters and chefs can let me know in the comments. More hospo stories to follow. I was a waitress, the only waitress, at a just-opened diner. The boss didn't have me sign any paperwork. Everything was under the table. But that wasn't what made me quit at the end of the night. In order to get me where he wanted me to go, he would pinch my skirt at the upper thigh, not quite the butt, but very close, and pull me around like it was a leash. Needed me in the kitchen? Rather than call me, he would come out, pinch my skirt and pull me to the kitchen. Needed me at the cash machine? Again, come over to wherever I was, didn't matter if I was serving a customer, and he would grab my skirt to pull me. That act, in itself, made some customers uncomfortable. Mind you, one couple left almost 50% tip at the end, but I think it was more out of pity and embarrassment on my behalf. I was supposed to come in the next day, but I called that night and said the job wasn't for me. I came in a couple of days later to turn in my apron, and he just took a wad of cash out of his pocket and paid me then and there. God, he was creepy. I think it was a smart move to quit. When the microwave in the lunchroom was coin activated. This is like when I made my patrons pay money to use the bathrooms at my roller coaster park when the ticket prices weren't cutting it. Amazing move had an orientation for an alarm company. Next day, the manager calls and says, don't worry about going into the office and to meet at Planet Hollywood. They like to get to know the employees better over lunch. Next day, I go into the office and another employee who I had not met says, you must be Steve. I was like, huh? They responded, light-skinned, pretty boy, is how the manager described me. In the same conversation, I found out no one else had ever been invited for a get-to-know-you lunch, and I was out got what was supposed to be a prestigious political internship that came with a security clearance and everything, found out at orientation that the part-time internship was really 40-60 to hours unpaid, and that no intern had gone on to work with the organization and weren't really given a leg up for other federal posts. We were supposed to facilitate meetings with heads of state, coordinate conferences, and assist the actual employees with composing published research papers for which we would not be credited. They were definitely drinking their own Kool-Aid, so I bounced right on out of there. I was hired to be a waitress which has a lower hourly wage due to tips. The entire shift, they had me wash dishes in the sink but paid me waitress wages. A few months later, the restaurant was investigated for another of fraudulent activities. I interviewed for a professional marketing assistant and got the job straight away. I was under the impression that I would be an assistant to the man I was interviewed by. When I showed up for my first day, the same waiting room I was in the previous day was full of people. I quickly learned that we were all hired and I would be a door-to-door salesperson selling some pretty useless crap. I spent my entire day inside a Starbucks applying for other jobs and went home, got paid, but never came back. I wasn't the person, but I was training a new guy at a movie theater. A customer asked for extra butter. She was nice and normal. Not a mean or rude customer, the kind I would pay to handle all day long. He puts the popcorn tub down, says, I'm going to the bathroom, takes off his apron and walks out the front door and never came back. Maybe he crapped his pants and couldn't bear the thought of returning. My brother got fired because he crapped his pants on the third day on the floor and had to go home early. They said they fired him because he wasn't upselling enough at the register. But if you get fired on your second day on register for not trying to get people to sign up for credit cards and the day before you crap your pants, you got fired for crapping your pants. If you make 10,000 shoes, you're a shoemaker. If you fly 10,000 hours, you're a pilot. If you crap one pair of pants, you're the pant crapper. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.